I'm Todd Miller from Listen Up Talk Radio and, of course, Wow Living Radio. Joining me in studio today is Margaret Wallace Duffy. It is so much fun to be actually in studio with you today, Todd. Yes, you, you took the long, long ride. I certainly did. Always a pleasure. And I'm looking across the studio here and we are both lighting it up with blue on World Autism Day. Such an important topic and near and dear to your heart, isn't it, Todd? Absolutely. Uh, I have a six-year-old guy who has a, a very mild autism. And for that, I consider myself very fortunate. And I consider myself fortunate for him to have autism because he has so many wonderful qualities that the autism has brought to the fore Mm -hmm. that we really embrace. So we are doing our part today to, again, get the word out about what autism is and what are the unique challenges and benefits that it brings to someone that, that has it. And the families, because, you know, as a healthcare professional and, a, and have had a passion for dealing with um, families uh, that have children with autism, and we're going to talk a little bit about the research, but today is all about celebrating the awareness of this disease and talk about celebrating. We have somebody on the show today that we're very excited and honored to have with us. Jamie Thornley is an ASD resource teacher at Turner Fenton Secondary School in Brampton, of course, my the wonderful city in which my clinic has been operating for 23 years. So welcome, Jamie to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So Todd, you've talked about your little guy and you're absolutely right. They bring so many wonderful gifts and having a wonderful teacher like Jamie and a program at Jamie's high school, which is, is not typical. Can you tell us, Jamie, from your perspective as a teacher working with families uh, with children with autism, just the role that um, a program like your school has plays? And we, we, then we'll get into talking about what is autism. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the program that I run here at Turner Fenton is a resource program and it's a regional program. So um, students who are coming into Turner Fenton from across Brampton are able to come in um, and access kind of additional support that they might need to be fully integrated into um, classes in the high school. So uh, they come into our resource program, usually starting in grade nine. And as part of the program, they take um, a learning strategies class, it's called, and they have that all year long. And that's where we talk about, you know, different skills and how to navigate high school. And we really tailor that to talking about what it is like to have autism and how we, um, how different strategies we can use to deal with the autism in all other classes. And then the students are actually um, integrated into all the classes across across the grades and across the high school. So it's a fully um, inclusive program. The only time that they're not integrated with other students is when they're actually in that learning strategies class. Right. right. So not only is this an incredible opportunity for um, the autistic child and their families, but it's equally important, and that's what today is about, for other children um, to be able to understand this disease called autism and to be able not only to be compassionate about it, but to embrace and to share and to be patient and and learn because there's a lot of learning. Would you agree with that, that it's equally as important for the other students? Oh, absolutely. And that's something that we talk about a lot, actually, with our students within the program about um, talking about your autism and letting your friends know what that means and letting your teachers know what that means because there is a lot of um, ignorance out there about what it means to actually have autism. So we talk about, you know, things that might be 
um, challenges when you have autism, but also the things that are fantastic about having autism and letting everybody know that. Oh, I absolutely love that. So this is a great segue to talk about that. Let's talk about what is autism and let's mm-hmm. try to explain to people some of the, you know, perhaps the, some of the typical behaviors that we might see. And of course, the things we need to celebrate of these very special uh, kids. Yeah, of course. So um, it is, it's called a pervasive developmental disorder. So that just means that you are born with autism. It's not something that you um, can catch or something that you get later on in life. It's something that you're born with. And it's um, often noticed in children as early as the age of two, but there can be uh, children who aren't diagnosed with autism till they're 10, 11, or 12 even. So um, it is something that you are born with, and I think that's very important for people to know and understand. Um, and there's a whole wide range of what it means to have autism. The three sort of typical areas um, that are challenging is with social interaction, with communication, and sometimes having um, repetitive behaviors um, or repetitive interests and activities and sometimes dealing with challenges with sensory issues so Mm -hmm. um, challenges with noises um, crowds things like that it it is a whole mixed bag i I can remember Mm -hmm. very early on before we got our diagnosis taking uh, my son to a movie and the first thing that happened was when of course they they start rolling the uh coming soon attractions he you know slapped his hands over his ears and said too loud too loud and Mm -hmm. and we went wow because it was loud for me it just kind of went Hmm. What's that all about? Yeah. So there are yeah. there are several different markers that that present, and as you said, they can present from age two. And I've even heard of people in their late teens, you mm-hmm. know, being diagnosed. It um, it manifests or presents in various ways to different people. Yeah, absolutely. And even within our programs, we have 48 students in our program here, and you see a wide range of, of different ways that it presents. And I think there's often people who. Um, really think of the stereotypes when it comes to autism, but we see um, all sorts of different characteristics. And um, some have, you know, difficulties with social interaction, so being with large groups, but then we have some that are out there in the cafeteria every day and sitting with um, a huge group of friends. So it's really all about the individual and um, how unique they are and what how it presents in themselves. Now, while it is classified as a developmental delay, Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with intelligence, as as many no. of us have found out, is that people with autism are incredibly, incredibly um, intelligent, but sometimes lack the ability to harness that and focus it and direct it towards a specific activity, which which makes someone like you so useful um, oh. uh, because it really helps them focus and direct their attention, especially in, a, in an environment like school. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, um, I notice that every day. It's often it's um, a difficulty with communicating that um, intelligence, really, that they have difficulty with. And that's sort of my job is helping them find the best way that they can communicate it. And we use all sorts of things. Um, we have a wide range of different resources. We have iPads attached to the program. We have laptops and computers for students that have a difficult time um, writing or students that have a difficult time actually verbally communicating. So it's about finding um, their strengths and using that strength to communicate and sort of navigate being in high school. 
And and having that, you know, that tendency for inattentiveness and off-task behaviors, uh, I certainly know clinically that's one of the wonderful things that um, the power of touch can can have a tremendous mm-hmm. impact in. And as a you know, as a massage therapist, it's been incredibly rewarding to be working with children perhaps that have touch aversion and and mm-hmm. these you know inattentive um, type behaviors. And watching over time, not only me as as a practitioner, but showing parents how they can implement touch daily into someone's life, into their child's life. And to see that change, and actually there was research done at the Jackson Medical Center at the University of Miami, uh, Dr. Tiffany Field, a well-renowned uh, researcher in the power of touch, uh, with autistic children, and it was really quite remarkable to see the changes in these behaviors decrease. Mm. Um, and that's really, you know, what Wow Living TV and Radio is all about is to empower people to make a difference and to educate um, and inspire and to stock parents' toolboxes with things that they can do. And Todd, I know that you've had done many different therapies with your child, and And as you were saying so eloquently, Jamie, there's no one shoe fits all in this case. Um, But having have you are you familiar, Todd, with the power of touch or you, Jamie, with with having that as being an option for parents to to be using? Um, Actually, to be honest, I haven't heard of the power of touch. We have um, a lot of different sort of sensory um, programs that we try to implement at the at the school level. Um, So we do things like um, exercising um, in the morning. We do um, heavy like weight activities, different um, noise machines, Mm -hmm. uh, rooms with sort of um, dimmer lighting, things like that. So all sort of with that idea of um, sensory and and helping the student. Mm-hmm. Unofficially, yes. I mean, um, I'm I'm a touch guy. I mean, I'm so tactile. It's not funny. I mean, <laughs> hugging and and touching and just with all my children, I sort of touched their heads. I've always done that with all my children. And I noticed he didn't like it. And it got to the point Hmm. where he went to his mom and said, why is daddy always rubbing me? He rubs my head all the time. But he's gotten to the point now where I continue to do it again. You know, as parents, we sort of have to keep pushing our children with ASD to get out of that that comfort Comfort. zone because Mm -hmm. they are so comfortable in their little, I don't want to call it a bubble or their shell, but they have their, um, their behaviors that they like, they have their certain seat that they like in the house, and you gotta kind of push them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I didn't mm-hmm. stop doing that with the power of touch. Yeah, and he's come to really appreciate maybe it. appreciate it, but maybe tolerate it. Well, and, and no, that's a really good point as a parent, and that's one of the things I, that we do at Wallace for Wellness is work with families to not only empower them to help their child, but touch also enables the child. It's a way of communication. And although mm-hmm. initially they may be very touch averse and they're very sensitive to touch, understanding their own body language, and, and you mentioned earlier about the inability sometimes to communicate um, well, Jamie, and mm-hmm. our body language tells us a lot about the way we feel. And I mean, there's many of us adults that can't explain uh, the way our bodies are feeling. And touch really allows um, children with autism to 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 go inward and to connect the mind and the body mm-hmm. and to quiet that and to give them some coping uh, strategies because there is physiological things ha- that can happen very positively when we touch. But I think you're right in, in that you have to build up to that. And that's what, as a professional, I like to do is really to show, take it in steps, let them lead. Um, even friends. Uh, I know uh, my daughter Carly has a friend in school um, that has autism. She's just a great kid. She's, you know, we mm-hmm. love to have her at our house and, um, and she brings, in a, in a minute, I want to talk about the celebratory things that that autism brings so much mm-hmm. learning that we've done that uh, that Jordan has brought to our family and you know but 
teaching friends as well um, the, the power of laying on of hands in a respectful way and how that mm-hmm. can really make a difference um, with the way someone will respond or react or potentially calm when they're having um, a meltdown. So many of our Mm -hmm. social conventions are tied up in touch, uh, handshakes, hugs. Mm -hmm. And we noticed very early on that that my son was not into eye eye contact, obviously. But, um, you know, hug grandma, hug grandpa. You know, that sort Mm -hmm. of thing was just uh, Mm -hmm. not in the menu. And um, handshakes. Right. So teaching those kids um, some what we would call normal social mannerisms Mm -hmm. certainly helps. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's it's definitely something that we do in our program is talking about all those sort of um, social skills that, you know, other kids seem to be able to develop sort of on their own, just observing, whereas students with autism often need to actually directly have those things taught to them. So when is the appropriate time to give high fives or handshakes, all sorts of things like that? Yeah. And that goes back to, uh, I know we, we've done some ABA applied behavior analysis for my son to, again, just teach him some of those mannerisms and some of those things that are normal social conventions. So at school, um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what's happening there today? I know uh, we're wearing blue. I know you will be, Jamie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's something absolutely. very special happening at Turner Fenton today. Can you tell us about that? I heard a rumor there's some blue cookies. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, for World Autism Awareness Day, we decided to um, ask our entire school to light it up blue. So we've been campaigning this entire week with posters and announcements. And our announcements were giving um, little facts about autism and just reminding staff and students to wear blue today. So we have lots of students and staff decked out in full blue outfits. Um, And along with that, we made puzzle piece cookies and blue cupcakes, all blue with blue candies all over them Mm. as well. And we held a bake sale in our North foyer. And we also um, made up a lighted up blue banner with the hashtag LIUB. And we're having or inviting people to come and get their picture taken in front of the banner and to tweet it out there and put it on Instagram and just um, talk about and spread the awareness. Well, it is it is certainly a day of celebration. So let's talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about that. We haven't talked about the special uh, qualities that um, children with autism bring to all of us Uh, as a teacher. And of course, you taught as a parent. I'm sure you can talk for hours about the wonderful things that your child Mm -hmm. brings to your family. Can you tell me, um, you know, in your conversations with within the school community, what are some of the unique things that we all can learn from uh, these kids that are very special with autism? Yeah, of course. So uh, the thing that I notice the most about my students is how passionate they can become Mm -hmm. about certain topics of interest. And they know so much about that topic. They want to talk about it. They want to share about it. And actually, it's a a great strategy within the classroom because we um, any kind of assignment that you can tailor towards one of those topics of interest, you're going to get an even greater assignment and really engage the student. So it's amazing to see um, what they're interested in and what kind of makes them unique. Um, Another thing that a lot of people, I think, um, have this idea that students and people with autism, um, because they might have difficulty with social interaction, don't um, 
aren't able to empathize and, and feel for others, but we see this great sense of empathy and this great mm -hmm. passion for um, helping people and wanting to be with people in so many of our, our students here. Oh, I certainly have seen that in our in our own uh, family um, as well as in the clinic. And mm. talk about no wonder they're calling it lighted up blue because I don't yeah. know. Every time a, a child walks into the room with autism, they light up the room. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know that they're there. Um, and I really feel that there's you know that patience and understanding for one another because um, we all come differently. Whether you have autism or not, we are all yeah. are different shapes, sizes with different. Uh, things to offer the world and and hence why we're lighting it up blue today. Todd, do you have anything to add to that in terms of I find too that um, especially with that hyper focus or that hyper appreciation for something in my, in my child's case it seems to be superheroes and mm -hmm. and his mm -hmm. imagination is incredible and oh, I know so yeah. many people that that have had that type of imagination go on to do wonderful things because it allows them to hyper focus on one specific task alone and mm -hmm. solve a problem and I know even at my child's school sometimes they use that focus on superheroes as a reward mm -hmm. now if you get this done then you can spend some time doing mm -hmm. that right so it works for him because he knows, yeah. hey, I get to do this if I just get this done. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, Jamie, just before we finish up here, because we could be here for days. There's so much. And I hope you'll come back um, because yes. it's not just about Amazing. April 2nd, recognizing autism. It's mm -hmm. about every day making sure that we're being aware and sharing the education and, and news with everyone. What are some of the stats so that our listeners at home can understand um, just how many people are affected and, and also perhaps some resources that you might be able to share with our viewers uh, for families at home that maybe um, don't know where to turn? Yeah, of course. Um, so uh, they're saying now that autism actually affects one in every 68 children. Wow. Um, it's also five times more likely to be seen in boys than girls. Um, so it is it is a really um, fast growing developmental uh, disorder. Um in terms of resources, there's so many things, um, even online, that you can access. Autism Speaks is an amazing resource at the Geneva Center for Autism. Mm -hmm. um, here in Peel, we access Carrie's Place, um, Kids Pathways. There's so many different community agencies that are out there that have all these resources available for families and for um, people with autism. And I'd like to shout out to my local one, which is Adventure Place, who also works with Carrie's Place. Uh, they are incredible, have so many wonderful people working there and so many great tools that they provide to parents so that they can work on some strategies at home. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, it is a celebratory good kind of blue day and yes. uh, the sun is shining we are lighting it up blue here in the mm -hmm. wow living radio studios jamie thank you so much for coming to us uh, live from turner fenton secondary school in brampton a big shout out to people like you um, that work with these children and make a difference in their lives and the lives of their families we can't thank you enough for joining us today and really hope that you will stay in touch and we will continue to uh, spread the word Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Join us again for another Wow Living Radio episode on Listen Up Talk Radio. We'll catch you later.